The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. Hour number two of the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you from downtown Las Vegas at the fabulous Circa Resort and Casino. And I know a lot of our viewers and listeners are new with our new fall lineup and football kicking off. So we want to introduce a couple of special people here to VEASAN and the town of Las Vegas. And that is Circa Resort and Casino owner Derek Stevens, also owns the Golden Gate and the D, a big part of everything we do here at VEASAN and obviously Circa. And one of his main men, Jeff Benson, who is the Sportsbook Operations Manager. So they'll come on with us throughout the season because at 3 p.m. Pacific time, all of the picks are due for the Circa Million and the Circa Survivor Contest. And we want to get a report an hour later on what has gone down as far as some of those picks. Gentlemen, welcome to the Pro Football Blitz. Jeff, I'll start with you. Everybody's wanting to know, what are the five most popular picks in the Circa Million this first week one of 2021? Yeah, so for us, uh, the Circa Million consensus top five. Uh, the Washington football team was number one. Uh, they had 1,405 selections. Uh, the Carolina Panthers were number two. Uh, they were minus three and a half. They had 1,175 selections. Uh, the, the 49ers, minus seven and a half, uh, were the third consensus. Uh, they had 1,165 selections. As we work our way down the board, the Las Vegas Raiders, plus four, was the fourth overall selection with 1,043. And then last but not least, the Packers, minus four, versus the New Orleans Saints, uh, that rounds out the consensus five. There was 1,022 people uh, who selected the Packers. James, does that match up with uh, what you selected in the Circa Millions? 
I I believe I just have one of those. I did take the Washington football team, so I think that was the one that's at the top of the selection, so that's the number one, but I don't have any of the other consensus. Sometimes that can be a good thing. You don't always want to be on the same side as everybody else, at least for those top five, and you're, we got a long way to go, so it's just week one right now, Brady. We know that, but I think I always feel a little bit better when I don't have nearly as many consensus plays. No, I think that's a great point. I think when you look at the consensus and when we're releasing those, uh, obviously, when you're playing in a contestant, uh, you know, a contest, you know, with a lot of entrants uh, to be kind of contrarian and not be in those type, top five selections, you know, that certainly helps to move up the board uh, as you're looking to climb the standings and leaderboards. James, you and I, of course, talk contests quite a bit, and I think there's a difference of quality of win, if you will. You know, if you've got the Patriots against the spread and, and that's a winner, that's great. But if everybody else in the contest has that pick too, it doesn't, it doesn't work nearly as well for you if you have a pick that nobody else has in the contest. So to your point there about being a contrarian versus the consensus, Derek, what did the numbers pan out as as far as how many people we got in the millions and how many people we got in the Circus Survivor? Yeah, the final tally, uh, final tally's just in here. Um, we had 4,087 uh, entrants in the Circus Sports Millions. Cool. And we had 4,080 entrants wow. in Circus Survivor. So the number of entrants was, was only seven apart. Pretty That's amazing. amazing. Totally, you know? totally. Uh, now, of course, uh, the big news throughout the summer has been the massive overlay. So, so what is the final count as far as the overlay? Yeah, so I mean, the overlay uh, ended up closing out at a million nine hundred and twenty thousand dollars, couple million dollar overlay. James, and that's a uh, advantageous situation for you. You're both in the millions and the survivor contest. And that was part of the reason why I, I think for me, the survivor piece is, I, I, fellas, I, for me, I've, I'm more of a dog player. So when I look at games in the NFL, I look right away at the point spread. And it, it just, it's something that's just kind of wired that way. And I tend to lean towards dogs. So I did play the survivor last year. I just had two entries and ended up losing come Thanksgiving week. But I think this year it was really something that I had a lot of fun with it. It was very stressful, a lot of fun sweats in a sense, but I think this year I, I wanted to do it again and thought I can I can find a different way to handicap the Circus Survivor because they're totally different. We know they're totally different contests, and for somebody like me, it's a different way of thinking. So I'm still continuing to learn how I'm going to change my thinking when we're talking about playing the Circus Millions and then playing the Survivor. But, yeah, I am Brady. I am in both of those contests. Derek, do you have a consensus or the numbers on the Survivor Contest as well, like some of the most popular teams that were selected? Yeah, we do. I mean, this is something um, this is something we've never seen before. Usually, you know, last year we had a million. I'm sorry, we had a uh, thousand three hundred and ten entrants. So, wow. so jumping to over four thousand was a pretty big jump. But last year, when we would talk about what the selections were, usually it was oriented around five, six teams. Right. I've never had a sheet like this. In uh, in week one Survivor, there are 28 NFL teams that have been selected. That's amazing. 28, and there's a couple of notables here. So I'll, I'll go with, go with the uh, go from top to bottom here. The the number one selection um, was uh, was the Rams with 1,287 yeah. uh, selections. Number two, which which I'm not surprised about either, is uh, the 49ers. Mm -hmm. um, now it's a road team. Right, but uh, they came in with 935 selections over your Lions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Carolina Panthers uh, came in third with 578 uh, selections. The fourth one is very interesting. 
And this was one that, that we knew about, but we didn't comment to anyone because we didn't think that that would be uh, fair or appropriate. You know, we always want to announce this at 4 o'clock on, uh, on Saturdays. But on Thursday night, there were 471 selections on, uh, on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that was a sweat, too. It they, was they a sweat. They almost went out in week one. It was a sweat. So uh, that, that was something. Another notable number here, I'm going to jump to the other end of the spectrum, 471 selections on Tampa Yet one of the four teams with zero selections was the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night. Wow. Zero. Wow. It was 471 to zero on Thursday. <laughs> a winner for 471 entries in Circus Survivor. And I, I see that next pick on your list. Is that the seventh most popular pick? Or, or is it the, the Jaguars as a road favorite? That's a pretty interesting one. Yeah, Jaguars uh, had 179 selections, and they actually uh, were fifth. Um, the fifth most selected team was Jacksonville. Jeff, I'll go back to you. Uh, you mentioned the five consensus picks there for the Circa Millions contest. Are you seeing the action at the window basically reflecting exactly that? Are people landing on Washington and the Niners and the Panthers and that type of thing? Yeah, it's, it's funny. I think the, there's a big correlation between what you see in, in contest plays in terms of what you see over the counter. You know, I think a lot of those plays maybe be a, will be public sides. Um, and those will be, you know, bets that people are making over the counter as well. You know, to tie up a couple of loose ends, uh, these are contests that are no rake. Uh, 100% of the prize pool goes back to the players. So uh, for us, obviously, um, when you look at uh, the Circa Million Three, we had 4,087 uh, entrants. Uh, so we had 87,000 more than the guarantee. Uh, so all of that money will go back uh, to the players in the form of the first quarter MVP prizes. Um, and those get bumped up from 150000 to $171,150. And that's just the first quarter? First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter. Oh, so it's spread out between the four quarters. Correct. Okay, and, and explain the quarterly prizes to our viewers and listeners because it has changed a little bit. James Salinas and I, James, was here at Circa last night, and we were talking about the contest. It was, you know, contest eve and everything. We were getting excited for everything, and we were talking about the first year of Circa Million, there was just one solo winner for that quarterly prize. But now you have a few, three or four people, I guess, that, that uh, each take home a little cash. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, flattening that pay scale, doing, you know, listening to the feedback of players and certainly, you know, putting some things into the contest that, you know, players are, will appreciate, I think, is certainly important. Uh, obviously, for us, you know, first place is $171,150 per quarter. Uh, second place is 50000 Third place is 25000 And then this year, uh, you know, Derek and our team, we introduced the quarterly booby prize. Oh. Uh, so the last place in each quarter, presuming you make five picks every week, uh, they would get 25000 as well. That's one for you, James. If you go 0-5 in week one, do you think you might switch your strategy and try and win the quarterly booby prize? We're talking about tanking. I think we're we're talking <laughs> NFL. Let's leave tanking for those in the NBA, fellas. I think, but I, but I think from the quarterly standpoint, uh, I I love the fact that they are so lucrative because it also impacts how you're going to handy. There's a lot of game theory that goes into it, depending where you get to in any of those quarterly. You get to that fourth week of any of those quarterly prizes, and if you're in contention, there's a lot of it's, it's really interesting. I've been through it before. I definitely was uh, really close in the first year 
here of one of the quarterlies. So I think it really is great for game theory, and it keeps people engaged. So yeah, if it's if you if you only had it and it's a season long contest and you're already kind of out of it, you see a lot of disengagement from players and from entries. So the fact that you have a new opportunity, a new lease on on contest life every quarter to get back after it for the next four weeks keeps everybody engaged and everybody involved. All right, Derek, we've got about a minute left here, but I got to ask you all summer long. We've seen the promotional ads and, you know, did you learn your lesson, Derek? No. And this year I'm going to guarantee more. Why did you do it? Guaranteeing so much money in both of these contests? Well, you know, I mean, I, the, the bottom line is this is uh, I never really said this publicly, but uh, when we first did the millions a couple years ago, we guaranteed the million. And then last year, with the two contests, we get, we guaranteed three million and a million, and uh, this year it was four million and six million. And um, I was always going to push this thing until the house got beat. And uh, you know, I, to be fair, I, I wish you would have got beat for a million nine, but uh, but we were always going to push it. I, I'm glad I'm glad we did this because this was uh, really great for Las Vegas. It was great for um, you know visitation, people coming out here. And obviously, our gaff is pretty simple. Is um, you know, we're not just an online place. I want people to come back and, like, over my shoulder. I want them to visit and experience the world's largest sports book. I want them to go experience Stadium Swim. So we wanted people to come out here, and uh, we thought that this was a good way of doing it. You can only do so much on advertising. This uh, this million nine's a gift to the betters. So all of the four thousand and eighty entrants. Think about this. At 2.01 p.m. today, your $1,000 ticket effectively is worth pretty close to 1500 bucks. So, you know, you, you had some appreciation in, 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 in value of, uh, of your entry. So uh, we're, we're just hoping to have a great, great football contest, and we want people to come visit us. A very giving man, Mr. Derek Stevens, always had been, of course, uh, during the pandemic. You did the, uh, the flights, the one-way flights to Las Vegas, always thinking about the big picture, our man. Mr. Stevens here, the owner of the Circa Resort and Casino. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll do it again next Saturday. Sounds great. Thanks. All right, Thanks, guys. Brady. Thanks. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN is now available 24 7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24 7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vsin.com to find out all the ways to watch and listen. To v. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here in the Pro Football Blitz going over the NFL Week 1 card. And uh, that was a great segment there with Derek Stevens and Jeff Benson. James, what did you take away from that as far as the consensus or the overlay? What was your general takeaway from the information uh, as far as Week 1? We're at the deadline, Week 1 of the contest here, both contests at Circa Resort and Casino. The consensus. It's always interesting to just see where, who is, what are the top five? What are the top plays? What is everybody looking at? What am I rooting against in a sense? Because that's also it. You know, we're putting in, we're putting in our five selections, but you want other folks to lose. You want to win yours and you want your competition. Uh, you want those ones to go down. So I think when you think about the consensus, it's always something to, we talked about it with them where, yeah, we don't always want to be on all the consensus side. And in this case, for myself, I only have one of those. So that's, that's uh, helpful, at least for week one. But anytime we're trying to get into these contests, I think we get excited. I'm excited for this contest. I'm excited for the NFL for 2021. But then we also know that the contest, Brady, you and I have been through this plenty of years. It is a long season. It is such a grind of a season. So, you know, I think the novelty of the contest will wear off pretty soon. And then we get into the real meat of the work that goes into it. So, yeah, for me, it's always about the consensus. That's what's great about these guys being able to come in now for both Jeffrey and and 
and Derek Stevens to come in and let us know what those look like before they're actually released. The other one, one thing I want to know is, did anybody not get their selection submitted? <laughs> Sometimes that happens, too, both in the Survivor as well as the Circa Million. Sometimes folks just don't remember the deadline. Times are different. Ah, did anybody not get their selections submitted? Because I know that has happened a number of weeks in years past. Oh, yeah. It seems like every year, and especially when you have over 4,000 entries, I imagine there probably was one or two. I believe last year there was a handful of people yep. that uh, failed to turn in a card, and that's unfortunate. But again, you can go for the booby prize. Derek gives you that option as well. Let's get back into the card for NFL Sunday, and we'll start with the Falcons and the Eagles, James. And we seen, we have seen this line move. The uh, Falcons opened up as three-point favorites, and now across the board they have moved to three-and-a-half-point favorites. Your total has gone from 48 to 48-and-a-half, and there's even a 49 or two out there. Did you make a play on this game, James? I did not. It, here's another team. Both of these teams really transition now, starting with the coaching staffs. Both teams, new coaching staffs coming in. Take some time to get to know your players as the coaching staff. First-time head coaches. Different story than being a coordinator. And sometimes sometimes those coordinators just can't let go of being a coordinator and really stay focused on that side of the football of what they've done in years past. And, you know, it's a bigger job. A lot of things that happen off the field, everything bubbles up to you. Now you're the boss of the football team and a lot of other things that you have to deal with that you really didn't have to deal with before. So for these new York, the, these new guys taking over as the head coach for both Philadelphia and Atlanta, I, I tend to either look to fade and bet against, or in this case here, I'd be leaning towards Atlanta with that number. You mentioned where the number is. Um, it has. It looks like we're we're past the three at a number of these shops, sitting at three and a half at a number of places here in favor of the Atlanta Falcons. And I think to this standpoint here, at least with Atlanta, you know what you're going to get out of the quarterback position. That's stabilized there with Matt Ryan. And yeah, Julio Jones has moved on to Tennessee, uh, but now with Kyle Pitts coming on, that's going to be interesting. I'm really interested to see how Pitts jumps into the NFL. I think he's going to be – he's a sensational talent. You can call him a tight end, but they can line him up anywhere on the field. I think we're going to see plenty of points coming from the Falcons in that passing game. Uh, and think about the other side, Brady. This Right now, this is a Philadelphia Eagles team that is – what are they going to look like offensively? What are, is Hurts going to be the answer? With a lot of question marks going forward with this team, not only offensively, but also defensively. They couldn't get off the field last year either. They couldn't cover anybody in, the, in that secondary. This is just a team that is it's rebuild mode for sure there in Philadelphia. And right now that is not a team that I'm looking to back. I'll be looking to play against Philadelphia early in the season. But right now sitting at three and a half, not a price that I want to pay on the Atlanta Falcons. Well, play against Philadelphia early in the season is exactly what I did, James. I laid the three with the Falcons earlier in the week. And now we're still seeing some shops at minus three, but with some juice attached. And I'd certainly rather pay the price there than lay three and a hook with the Atlanta Falcons. And for many of the reasons you mentioned is why I made the move here. I think Arthur Smith, uh, you know, really the designer of that offense in Tennessee the last couple of seasons, I think he's going to accelerate that offense that has always been pretty darn good in Atlanta, but has struggled in the red zone. And now you mentioned Kyle Pitts. I mean, who could be a better red zone player than that guy out of the University of Florida? And then you've got Calvin Ridley. And I think losing Julio Jones, I, I don't know if it matters a whole lot. Again, he was often injured. He's getting up there in age. The Falcons have done some things to improve the offensive line. I still think Matt Ryan is just fine. The defense is a question, but 
They bring in out-of-retirement defensive coordinator Dean Pease, and all he's done before is work with the Baltimore Ravens and the New England Patriots. This guy is a very good defensive mind, and I think he's going to help that unit. But really, James, more so of my play, not only do I have some faith in Atlanta, I'm not as high on the Falcons as I know a lot of sharp people are this coming season, but this, like you said, is more of a fade for Philadelphia of me. Jalen Hurts has not been very good at all. He's only won one game, and that's when he faced the New Orleans Saints after they had played three straight games, or it was their third straight game on the road, and they were starting a backup quarterback. They've got a new head coach who's never called plays before, and that combination with a new head coach and a, almost a rookie quarterback, uh, you know, I, I just don't like that combination. I think this team's really in rebuild mode. They started 14 different combinations at offensive line last year. I don't think the secondary is very good. I think they've got a way to go, and you, you threw out the word tank earlier. Uh, I, I don't know if Philadelphia is going to tank. I certainly don't expect them to, but I think they're a few years away before they can really compete again. And it starts at the quarterback position. You mentioned Hurts, and is this somebody that they're – do they trust him? Are they moving forward with him through the season? We're going to find out this year. Uh, but to your point, I just – offensively for Philadelphia, I just feel like there's no identity there. They don't know what they're going to be running. I don't know what they're going to be running. you got the new head coach coming over, and his press conferences have been better as Nick Sirianni than the opening press conference that he <laughs> yeah. had. He just looked totally overwhelmed, like the gravity of the job. You're excited, I got it and then now I'm actually going to work and the gravity of it probably yeah, got the best of him at that point so he he's he's been he's settled himself down but it is you're a new you're a new head coach and just think about you're in Philadelphia that is a very tough fan base there always high expectations for the Philadelphia Eagles now as far as the fans I don't think that they're kidding themselves that this is a Super Bowl contending team by any means but yeah it's just a you know there's a lot of pressure that goes on with that Philadelphia organization and we saw that play out last year with the previous coaching staff and the front office and the ownership there and uh, you know it was very divisive so Things that have to be worked through, not just only on the football field, but also off the football field. And a lot for a new head coach to have to shoulder. And now thinking about it, I, I agree. I think Arthur Smith is going to be a great fit there with Matt Ryan and, and Pitts and company and Ridley out there as well. Ridley looks sensational. Young young, young feet he's going to have. Now he's going to be the main target there. No more Julio Jones. So I do. I think we're going to see plenty of offense out of the Atlanta Falcons. It's just right now that defense still in rebuild mode. They did have a lot of injuries last year, Brady, so guys back healthy this season will help, but I just don't trust that secondary right now, and this could be a shootout game. If anything, I might be looking at the total and playing the total and looking at the over, but right now, I, because it went through that three and sitting now at three and a half in favor of the Falcons, don't like missing that hook. I'm not going to play it. Yeah, the total currently sitting at 48 and a half, and I think you're right. I think both of these teams could be over the total teams, uh, and we have seen that total move a little bit. Was 48, now up to 48 and a half, and I'm even seeing a 49 as well. Let's get to another game here, James, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings going on the road to open their season, and they are in the role of a road favorite. They're laying three points at Cincinnati, and your total in this game, where is the uh, total here in this Minnesota-Cincinnati game? I'm not seeing it on my screen now. There it is. It is 48 as well, opened at 48. There still are a couple of 48s around town, but the consensus number, James, now at 47 and a half. Thinking about 
Cincinnati and Joe Burrow and the injury that he sustained last year towards the latter part of the season. And the, the kid's got – he's got moxie. He's got talent. He can make all the throws. He's such a competitor. He's going to be a great leader for that team. But only nine months removed from major offseason surgery. I just don't know how healthy he is coming in. And then you think about not only Burrow coming in, question marks about his health. Is he fully recovered? But this is a whole this, – this roster got overhauled. They had 22 players that were on that roster last year are no longer with the Cincinnati Bengals for 2021. So a lot of new players, a lot of new faces, eight new starters that were not on that team last year. So a lot of a lot of question marks for me with Cincinnati. But right now with Minnesota, I don't like that defense. I don't like that offensive line. And I'm not going to lay it as a favorite going on the road, laying three points in Cincinnati. Yeah, I agree with you. I even considered Cincinnati here. Maybe they can be a sneaky team early in the season when we haven't seen how good or maybe bad they will be we'll talk more about that and also get to our best bets in the next segment as we roll along here on the pro football blitz at vcent this is the pro football blitz with brady cannon and james salinas on vcent the sports betting network Football season is here, and starting this weekend, VSIN has added new talent and shows to help you make the most of all your fall betting action. The VSIN lineup will expand to 21 hours of live programming every weekday, as well as additional shows on the weekend. We want to give you the latest odds to stay on top of the in game betting opportunities for every key game across the country. VSIN has also added new personalities to our existing world class team, including former professional athletes, sports media veterans, and of course, strategic sports bettors. Visit vcin.com to see our new lineup and meet our new talent and make this your best football betting season ever. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you going over the Sunday card week one in the NFL, kicking off the 2021 season. And it's come to the time in the program, James, where we want to go over some of our best bets for the weekend. And I will begin uh, with my first one here. And I believe I may have mentioned this earlier in the program, but I did take the Cleveland Browns. Uh, when they were at six and a half, I bought it up to the seven. And, and I certainly uh, don't mind buying, uh, you know, up to a key number like that. I think it's really worth it because it could make all the difference in the world. And we've seen that line come down since currently about five and a half now in favor of the Chiefs. But I've got the Browns at seven. If you can still find a six out there, I would probably still play Cleveland. But uh, once it gets below six, James, that would probably be my cutoff point. Sitting at five and a half, I'm. I agree with you. Now I haven't bet this game. This is a contest play for me. I did take the Browns plus the six. I just I loved what I saw last year from the Cleveland Browns and how physical they are at the point of attack. They are committed to running the football and they are going to go out there for 60 minutes, full four quarters of grinding you down offensively with that offensive line. I think it's the best offensive line in the NFL, in particular from their run blocking schemes. And then you've got tremendous running backs in the back of a two-headed monster. For the Cleveland Browns, and then a lot of upgrades on the defensive side. I think the defense will still need some work. It's going to take some time for all these new free agents. Had six free agents come over to that defense, two high draft picks as well. So a lot of new faces defensively. Going to take some time for that team to gel. And best defense for Cleveland is going to be that offense to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field on Sunday. Grind. The 
of the ball, ball control, run the clock, keep Mahomes sitting on that sideline, plus six points. If you're seeing that where you can get it, like you talked about, and you got it up to seven as well, uh, it's a great bet. I love that number for the Cleveland Browns. And how about a best bet for you, Mr. Salinas? Anything uh, at the top of your list for week one, the first Sunday of NFL 2021? Yeah, I'll start with one, a couple of them that I have played, but I'll start with one here. Talking about the Seattle Seahawks. Now, going on the road, I typically don't like to lay numbers on the road, especially early in the season. And in this case here, Seattle is that three-point favorite. We know that line has swung over the last few months, especially with the injury to Carson Wentz, where they, as the Colts, were the favorite. Now it is Seattle. They are laying three. I didn't lay the three. I did the money line play, so I did I did pay the juice for it. I found a dollar fifty for the money line for Seattle. I just think for Seattle right now, I think having Shane Waldron coming over as the offensive coordinator, we knew it was Schottenheimer there last year. Year. There were some issues going on with Russell Wilson, and he talked about that, Brady, in the offseason. He said, I'm tired of getting hit. <laughs> He's been, throughout his career, during his tenure, no one has been hit more than Russell Wilson over those nine years. So I think here, going to see a more of a shorter passing attack. Doesn't mean that they won't stretch the field and go over the top. He's got great receivers to throw the football to, does Russell Wilson. But more of a commitment to the run game, more of a commitment to getting the ball out quicker, a lot more intermediate and shorter passing routes for Seattle and Russell Wilson. And I think here with the Colts, just too many issues going on. Issues with the offensive line, issues with Carson Wentz really hasn't partaken in many of the practices, didn't play in any preseason with the foot surgery. Then he was out last week with the COVID protocol. So missed a lot of reps. And now you're going to have to step in and have to go compete and match scores against Russell Wilson. I know the Colts defensively were much improved last year. It was the run defense that was very improved, but they've lost a lot of talent. They've lost both Justin Houston and Danico Autry off that defensive front from last year. That's 15 and a half sacks that are no longer on that football team. So it's, I think for Russell Wilson, uh, this is going to be an opportunity for him to not only ingratiate himself with the new offensive coordinator and Shane Waldron and their, their play calling is going to fit his style even better. Uh, I just like Seattle in this spot going on the road. I didn't lay the three, Brady. Like I said, I did lay the money line at $1.50. Yeah, I don't know if right now is the right time to bet on the Indianapolis Colts, but if they, if they get healthy, I actually think they win that division. Uh, they have all the pieces. We know that offensive line is outstanding when it's healthy. Uh, Carson Wentz, I believe if that project, the reuniting with Frank Reich, I think if that works, that's going to be very successful. I think Reich is a great football coach. Uh, the pass defense is still a little bit weak for the Indianapolis Colts, and they've got to get T.Y. Hilton back in the lineup, but there's other great receivers on that team as well. Paris Campbell getting back in action. Of course, he had some injuries last year, and then the running game is excellent as well. So if all the pieces can come together, and you mentioned COVID and the injuries and whatnot, if they can get healthy quick in the next couple, three weeks, then I think this team has an absolute shot to uh, take out Tennessee as the division favorite currently uh, to win the AFC South. Let's move down to my second best bet, James, and that is the New England Patriots. I laid two and a half here against the Miami Dolphins. Now, there's a lot of threes out there now, even some three and a halves, but there are still some threes where you have to lay a little juice, and I don't have a problem with that. But when it gets to three and a half, again, that's probably where I would stop. But uh, at two and a half or three, the Patriots are a play for me. And sitting at three and a half is pretty much that's kind of consensus out here in Colorado right now, Brady, is what I'm seeing. I'm not going to pay that. I don't want to lay that that hook there. And I think from the New England standpoint, now going forward with Mac Jones, I think this is uh, 
he looks so polished. He looks so poised. This kid is – I think they've got themselves – they got a steal in the draft that he fell where he did to the New England Patriots. And Mac Jones, still a rookie and going to have some jitters there. And, you know, you're going to have ups and downs with any rookie quarterback. But I think from this standpoint of the offensive line for New England, back healthy again, love the offensive line. It's a great, it's a great run-blocking offensive line too. So I think we're going to see a lot of running game out of the New England Patriots opening up some play-action passes for Mac Jones, and they'll tailor the game plan to really suit his style, which is going to be more short passes, kind of uh, get him going, get him comfortable, get him in a rhythm. And I think he's kind of a rhythm thrower as well. So I'd, I'd, I don't want anything to do with Miami. I think that team right now is there's a lot of pressure on Tua for one, but that offense, starting with the offensive line, it's very young, it's very inexperienced, and now you're going to go on the road week one where you're going to have fans in the stands, and it's going to be a rowdy building there for the mewing of Patriots and Bill Belichick being able to prepare for you not only just this week all offseason ready to get after Miami I think it's going to be uh, I think the Dolphins are really going to struggle to score in this game Brady so for me it's only going to be a New England play James let's talk about my next best bet here and it kind of ties into one of your best bets as well and that is the Washington football team I did a two-team six-point teaser here. The Washington football team, I got them when they were a one-point underdog, teasing them up to seven. And I coupled that with the San Francisco 49ers when they were a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite down to one-and-a-half. You've also got the Washington football team on the money line. You made that bet. So you and I both in the same line of thought there that we like the football team, whether you're playing them on the money line or, in my case, teasing them up to seven – uh, if you can find a pick em out there in their game against the Chargers, I still think teasing them up to six is not the worst play in the world. Maybe the money line like James has gone. Maybe that route is uh, a way you'd prefer to go. But what about the San Francisco 49ers, James? I've seen one book now move them to nine teaser protection mode there. But if San Francisco is still at an eight or eight and a half point favorite, I still think a six point teaser is a good move. Get it under that three, absolutely. Those are the numbers. We know key key numbers in the NFL are going to be teasing through those threes and sevens if you're liking the favorite and dropping that number down. Yeah, that number is way too high for me to get involved with the 49ers here. But we're thinking about the 49ers. I think if there's one team that wants to put 2020 behind them and excited for the potential of going into 2021 with the season, it is the San Francisco 49ers just thinking all the injuries that they sustained right up right away early in the season and so many players lost due to injury just not the team that we were going to see last year and I just think Shanahan is one of the more inventive play callers I love the offensive line and how they run the football Kittle's a tremendous tight end not only receiving the football but blocking you've got a full back there that they like to pound the football to and what are we going to see out of Trey Lance and we're going to see some packages for the young rookie to come in and not only utilize his feet kids got a live arm too he's got a hose and he can sling it so lot to prepare for the Detroit Lions and a new coaching staff there coming over with Dan Campbell. I don't like the Lions are going to be a, it's going to obviously we know it's going to be a struggle for them all season long. That number sitting now at nine, way too big for me right now to lay points on the road with a 49er team. But yeah, if you can get that eight and a half, tease it through that three and get it down to two and a half. That's a good spot. James, one more real quick. You had a prop bet for one of your best bets. I didn't catch the, I saw the graphic come up there. What was that play for you? 
It's Robbie Anderson over his receiving yards, 51 and a half. This is a Carolina Panthers team. He's worked with Sam Donald in the past there in New York. And this New York Jets secondary, they're going to have two rookies when they go nickel out on that out on that field. And then you match that up with Bryce Hall. We saw Bryce Hall in a lot of highlights last year, Brady. But not because he was chasing receivers down the field, getting <laughs> beat all the time. This is just a rough team for the New York Jets on the defensive side. I think Robbie Anderson, he can stretch the field. He's going to have a big day tomorrow with connecting with Sam Darnold, his former New York Jet teammate. All right, we'll be back on the Pro Football Blitz in just a moment. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Before you make your next bet, make sure you visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. The data is available for money line totals and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the Pro Football uh, Pro Football Blitz. I'm still getting used to the new show as well, Mr. Salinas. As we are getting used to football again in 2021, it kicks off with Week 1, the Sunday edition. And I want to get to the game that we have not yet touched on, James, and it's a pretty interesting contest out of the AFC South, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the Houston Texans. And, and it's probably the least sexy of all the games on the schedule. You're talking about a 1-15 team going up against a team that uh, just won four games last year, and just Sean Watson, of course, is no longer at quarterback for this club. Uh, Tyrod Taylor will get the call to quarterback the Houston Texans. Um, it, what's interesting about it, though, of course, you have the number one draft pick, Trevor Lawrence, and a new rookie head coach, Urban Meyer, making his way into the pros from the college ranks. And those Jacksonville Jaguars, with the new quarterback and a new coach and a 1-15 record last year, are favored on the road, James, by three points. Well, and thinking about this game, the fact that the Jaguars are going in as a favorite, they won week one and last year and I know for survivor entries that knocked out about half the field I feel like they beat the Colts in Jacksonville week one 2020 and then never won a football getting the whole season and yeah that's why they got Trevor Lawrence now and new head coach Urban Meyer but yeah this is it's, it's interesting we think about this game here and two new coaching staffs for both sides and for the Texans with with David Culley coming in as the new head coach and think about the depleted roster. I think when he was signing up for that team and he was doing his contract, he was going to be the head coach of the Texans. He knew at least, well, I have Deshaun Watson at the quarterback position. We'll be stable and and we have our, our, our playmaker there. And now with all the things swirling around off the field with Deshaun Watson, he has already been ruled out. I don't suspect he'll be playing for Houston at all this season, uh, but he's definitely not going to be playing for week one. Yeah, this is this is a tough spot here. So sometimes you got to go. Our, our, we know our friend Wes Reynolds says sometimes you got to plug your nose and go where the stink is, and that's what I've done. I didn't bet this game, but this is a contest play for me with the Texans plus the three home dog situation here. And I think at least from the Texans side, yeah, it's a complete rebuild with that with that team on both sides of the football. But ultimately, it's the same thing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is a rebuild mode as well. So. Going on the road here as a favorite, I did the other side, but just strictly in the contest free. Yeah, I'm with you, James. I thought long and hard about making this a contest play as well. It ultimately did not make my card, but uh, I, I like the thinking there. I mean, this is the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you talked about a rebuild. I, I mean, this is a team that has to rebuild as well. They were 1-15 last year, and you know, I know they have that sexy new number one draft pick and, and a sexy new head coach and all, you know, a couple of toys to run around there in Jacksonville with. But uh, does that mean they should be a three point favorite on the road against anybody? And I know some people expect the Texans to be historically bad, but, uh, you know, they're still professional football players. And, you know, this coach, David Culley, actually has quite a history. A lot of people don't know about this guy, but he was with Andy Reid in Philadelphia, went to the playoffs a number of times with him, followed Reid to Kansas City, went to the playoffs with him there, I believe, in three out of the four years that he was there. This guy, everywhere he's gone, uh, he's 
first-time head coach, but everywhere he's gone as an assistant, his teams have ended up going to the playoffs. And not that Houston's going to do that, but uh, I give this guy a little bit more credit than maybe he is getting currently. If you look at the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, I think their offense could light it up on occasion, James. The receiving core is really good. Now, their offensive line needs some work. Uh, They gave up uh, three sacks a game last season. They gave up on defense 150 yards rushing per game. Uh, They were 1-5, and the Jaguars, in close games. So maybe that turns. Maybe they get some luck going their way in those close games this year. And they definitely have an easy schedule. And you talked about Brian Schottenheimer earlier in the program, James. Of course, he is now the offensive coordinator for Urban Meyer and those Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, he put up record points, or his offense put up record points in Seattle last year, 459. Kind of interesting when he was the New York Jets offensive coordinator and they drafted a quarterback really high in the draft, that being USC's Mark Sanchez. Well, Schottenheimer took that offense to two straight AFC championships. So uh, maybe he's got something going in there with, in Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer, does Brian Schottenheimer. Big maybe. There's going to be a lot of ifs and both a ton of ifs for both of these teams. Unfortunate situation here. You think about Trevor Lawrence being the number one overall pick. Well, their other first round draft pick, Travis Etienne, gone for the season, hurt during preseason. So unfortunate situation for him. They'll have they'll have to go back to James Robinson running the football. Now he was an undrafted free agent last year. He was really one of the one of the few bright spots for that Jacksonville Jaguars team. But they're going to need some balance. It can't just be put it all on Lawrence. And yeah, young fellow you got the big arm and you've got some talent and you're and they do have some talent at the wide out position but to me not that you have to be a 50 50 team when it comes to having balance run versus the pass but you have to have some kind of threat of a run especially for a team with the rookie quarterback and a really poor offensive line you've got to have some kind of sense to be able to keep those defenses honest to respect your running game so i suspect we'll probably see a, a number of plays called for robinson to pound the football it's his it's his gig now in the back field just like it was last year take some pressure off of Trevor Lawrence here but to your point I think with with Cully head coach for the Texans now he has been around somebody you think about somebody that's paid their dues in the National Football League and as long standing of as an as as a uh, coordinator and being an assistant coach for many, many years and bounced around the league. He's paid his dues. He's excited for this opportunity, uh, tough opportunity to go into with a roster that just two years ago they were competing in the AFC championship and or in the divisional round at Kansas City had a big lead. Didn't they have a 24 to nothing lead in that second quarter? And then it all fell apart from there. And now that roster has completely been decimated. So really kind of a shame what's happened to the Texans in just such a short time frame. But for me, yeah, just going to be a contest play, not one that I I'm really willing to put money on on the Texan side, but I don't want to bet the Jaguars as a road favorite in week one. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I just think the situation, is, you know, spells play on the Houston Texans. And it's kind of interesting. We've seen the line go the other way. Many shops with the Jaguars up to three and a half. Um, talking about Mark Sanchez and the Jets and Brian Schottenheimer. Why don't we uh, take a look at the Jets? Uh, traveling to Charlotte to take on the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers installed as a a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the summer. Got all the way to five-and-a-half, but now we've seen it come back down. And right here at Circa Sports, all the way to three-and-a-half, Jeff Benson mentioned earlier in the program that that was one of the most popular consensus picks, and I think a lot of that has to do with the number. That's really an outlier number at three and a half here at Circa, with a lot of bucks, uh, a lot of books still dealing fives uh, on the Carolina Panthers. So maybe getting a little bit of a discount on the favorite there here at Circa. What are your thoughts on this one, James? 
start on the Jets side first. This is another team obviously in rebuild mode. Now they needed to change they needed a new face when it came to the coaching staff there for the New York Jets and and just move on from the debacle that was Adam Gase and just the dysfunction that was going on, the disconnect there with he and his players and so they had to move on. Nowhere else to go but up for this New York Jets team, but this is going to be a long rebuilding project. You're going to have a lot of rookies on the field. Yeah, you're going to have on the offensive side, we know what we're going to see on the quarterback side with the with their second overall pick with Wilson, but I think more so the bigger concern for me is that New York Jets defense. They were awful last year. They're going to be awful again this year. A lot of young players are going to be in that secondary and at the linebacker position for the New York Jets, and it's going to be a tough matchup here going against the Panthers. Now on the Panthers' side with Sam Darnold coming over, you know he's going to be incredibly motivated to go out and beat his former team, uh, but he also has plenty of weapons to throw the football to. We mentioned Robbie Anderson and his ability to stretch the field. I think he has a big game tomorrow against that Jets team with all the rookies that are going to be playing in the secondary as well as at the linebacker position, but also you're going to get McCaffrey back. Now, McCaffrey only played three games last year, and you know whether it's running the football or catching the ball out of the backfield, what he threat he is is Christian McCaffrey to make plays all over the field, so I think that is going to be a big boost for this Carolina Panthers team because they did not have him available last year. I kind of like Panthers in this spot. I haven't played it. I don't like going beyond that three. You said it's three and a half. Some fours. I see a number of fours out here in Colorado. But it's me. It's going to be Panthers or nothing for me because I think the Panthers are going to put a number of points up on the board. I wouldn't want to take the Jets. I, I kind of favor the Jets side here, but I would want to get at least five. And there was a time when you could have gotten five and a half. We'll see if uh, it closes uh, lower than th- lower than five or, you know, more towards the three as we get towards kickoff here. Um, but right now where the number is, it's not a play for me. If you look at the new head coach for the New York Jets, Robert Sala, he took on Sam Darnold when he was the defensive coordinator of the 49ers and really shut Sam Darnold down. All Darnold did was uh, muster one touchdown pass, and that was in garbage time. Now, the defense that Sala had with the 49ers is probably a lot different than the defense he has here with the New York Jets, but we'll see if he finds success against Sam Darnold once again. I, I'm looking forward to this contest. I think it'll be very interesting to see how these teams perform in week one. We'll be back with Matt Meiselman of DraftKings next right here on the Pro Football Blitz. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed wagering decisions. The VSIN approach is simple. The more you know as a sports better, the better chance you have to succeed. We cover every sport from the better's perspective, and we bring that excitement, experience, nail-biting agony, and of course, the pure fun of the action to our broadcasts. VSIN also has unparalleled digital resources on vsin.com and our mobile app. Plus, our daily emails bring you today's biggest stories, and Point Spread Weekly delivers in-depth coverage of the biggest betting events of the week. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a different world. Uh, when I look back, when I first come to town and the uh, people who were the old-time, big-time bookmakers, 
Bob Martin, Frank Lefty Rosenthal. Their only job was to book and understand and put numbers out that they know that like obviously could get fair action on, on both sides. In today's world, uh, being someone who's connected and very close to the sports book, you have to do budget reports. You get all the nonsense that comes with it. You get calls from gaming control if there's something wrong, something wrong with something. Chris is in a meeting because there's a 10 o'clock meeting every Tuesday to go over every aspect of, of the uh, of the booking operation. Nationally, with coming up uh, now, you, you get a lot more. It, it all started like that when I hit the Mirage around uh, 30 years ago. And I was very bad at meetings. Matter of fact, I still don't go to them. To say you're just a bookmaker, you're wrong. To say you're just uh, you know, a director, you're wrong. You're a little bit of both. And you're dealing with people anymore on a much clearer level. Uh, human resources. I never heard that till like 15 or 20 years ago. If you had a problem, you came to the head of the book and you fixed the problem in about 30 to 45 seconds. Doesn't work like that anymore. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one. Cash and tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find the right design, color, and size perfect just for you. You'll find VEASAN hats and even VEASAN coffee mugs all in our online store. Just go to VEASAN.com slash store and order now. That's VEASAN.com slash store. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed wagering decisions. The VSIN approach is simple. The more you know as a sports better, the better chance you have to succeed. We cover every sport from the better's perspective, and we bring that excitement, experience, nail-biting agony, and of course, the pure fun of the action to our broadcasts. VSIN also has unparalleled digital resources on vsin.com and our mobile app. Plus, our daily emails bring you today's biggest stories, and Point Spread Weekly delivers in-depth coverage of the biggest betting events of the week. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. This is VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.